Hello, this is Head of School Brent Bell, and welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today, I'm excited to welcome Laura Whitaker, CEO of Extra Special People, to our program. Laura visited campus on March 17th as the inaugural speaker in our Darlington School Leadership Institute Speaker Series. She shared life lessons on leadership with students from grades 7 through 12. We look forward to talking about some of those on today's program. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. Thanks for joining us today, Laura. It's an honor. I'm super excited to be here. Well, it's great to have you, and we really appreciate uh, your joining us on campus and uh, your friendship uh, personally. Uh, the Whitakers and the Bells met during Leadership Georgia in 2017, uh, became fast and close friends, yes. and so it's really great to, to have you on campus. And for, for ESP, uh, as Extra Special People is really known, uh, to, uh, to engage in Rome. Um, so why don't you tell us just a little bit about ESP, um, and uh, we'll get started from, uh, from there. Yeah. So ESP was originally started right outside of Athens, Georgia in Watkinsville. Um, our mission and we exist to create transformative experiences for people with disabilities and their families. And we have seen over the last 35 years and the last 18 years that I've been there, that that changes communities for the better. It's not just about people with disabilities. It's about the eighth grade boy who comes and volunteers at ESP and changes his career to become a doctor. It's about the donor that has the opportunity to engage um, and maybe experience someone with a disability for the first time. It's about Java Joy that's here in Realm and employment for adults with disabilities and creating moments of joy. So um, we've seen that in Athens, Georgia, and we have people move to Athens every single year. And so really we took a chance in Rome, thanks to Leadership Georgia, thanks to you guys and the Dempseys um, to try it out, try expansion out. And so we have launched Java Joy program here in Rome, Georgia, and then now our 360 after school program. And this summer will be our first summer camp here in Rome. So really excited and very thankful that the Rome community has just opened their arms and their hands to ESP. And I think people are going to begin to see how ESP is going to change the community for the better, for sure. No, we're, we're excited and, and uh, it's a welcome addition to this community, for sure. One of the things probably our, our listeners know a little bit about, um, a lot of them at least, or have come in contact with, maybe uh, uh, at the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium yes. or uh, in uh, Athens or, or maybe in San Francisco. We've got some listeners in San Francisco from time to time. Is Java Joy... Uh, I'm f- always fascinated about the Java Joy story. If you could just share a little bit about how that was created uh, and why, I think it's a, a great um, aspect of, of what you guys do. Yeah, and really kind of a joyful accident, if I'm honest. You know, um, right after we, we built our building, our new building in Athens, um, you know, we were watching corporate partners come and take their employees and volunteer for ESP. We had more space for them. and. I had CEOs tell me one after the other, Laura, you know, it's really important for us to be here because it's the right thing to do. But quite honestly, my employees are coming back to the office and they're more joyful and thus they're more productive and it's better for my bottom line. And so it's kind of a selfish thing Mm -hmm. that, that we're here at ESP as well. And I said, that's okay. That's good. That's us working together. 
And so that kind of light bulb went off for us. And we said, okay, not all of our corporate partners can come to us. What if we could go to them and provide them with this joyful experience where they get to engage people with disabilities and provide this culture experience while employing adults with disabilities? So 87% of adults with disabilities who want and can work in the United States are unemployed. So that's 87% of adults are unemployed. And so we kind of married those two things and launched this little janitor cart. Um, We went to one of the large banks in Athens, and I knew that very first event, I had a line of CEOs that were saying, how can I bring this to my bank? How can I bring this to my company? Um, And from that point forward, it has grown. We now employ a little over 80 joyristas, we call them. Um, joy plus barista equals joyristas. And um, and since then we've grown, you mentioned to Atlanta, here in Rome, um, out to San Francisco, we've got a few other cities in the pipeline. And that really is the first program that unlocks kind of the treasure chest of everything that ESP is. It's a moment for us to tell our story, engage, um, and allow the community to learn about what ESP is all about. Great. Yeah, we, uh, we love to get to feel the joy. That's, yes. a, that's always a highlight, and we're able to, to do that this morning, too, which, yes. is, which yes. is always fun. One of the things that you talked about um, in your message to our students was this idea of, of leadership is about leaning in. Mm. Uh, and in fact, you gave them uh, an opportunity uh, to lean in uh, with uh, ESP, and um, that is around uh, volunteering in general yeah. for programs. You mentioned the 360 program, but but summer camp in particular. Um, and and certainly we, we share a, a common experience with, with camp. Uh, Laura and her husband Joseph and their family were kind enough to take our son, Charlie, uh, in for a week to stay with them uh, so that he could work camp and uh, hang out for the week with his buddy Ray. Yes. And um, Charlie and Ray uh, went rafting. I remember remember that uh, distinctly. Um, and uh, had breakfast together every morning. And, and um, maybe you could tell us a little bit about the highlights of camp uh, and then a little bit about uh, what we're hoping to accomplish with, with camp in Rome this summer. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll never forget Charlie showing up. And Charlie was, um, such a leader in so many different ways, but whether you are super experienced with people with disabilities or you have no experience, it can be scary, right? And that engaging opportunity, camp is the best way to learn how to interact with people that are different from you. And um, and I loved watching him fall more in love with Ray. You know, the first day is kind of like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? Second day is like, okay, I'm, I'm and by Friday it's like, I can't get enough and they were best buddies and that really is what it's about it's about that one-to-one connection it's that give and take of um you know so every child that we serve has a has a one-on-one volunteer so here in rome for those two weeks which um it is june 13th through the 17th and july 18th through the 22nd we'll be here in rome and our goal is to have 30 kids of all abilities which means we'll need 30 staff and volunteers to be there to be their Charlie. We'll have 30 Rays there ready to experience camp for this for the first time. Many of our Joyristas here in Rome have said, I've never been to summer camp, never been to summer camp. And it's something we take for granted in Athens because kids with disabilities have that opportunity. 
from the time they're four all the way up, but now they will um, thanks to ESP Rome. So in order to get involved, um, yeah, they'll just find us on our website, ESPUandMe.org, and they'll have the opportunity to have that Charlie Ray experience where they will get to engage with one participant, help them ride horses, swim in the pool, eat lunch, go fishing, um, all here in Rome, Georgia, and we're really excited about that. Yeah, it's going to be an, be an awesome experience, and um, and I know that there'll be a lot of students uh, who are interested in having that experience, and and um, you know having the opportunity to, to make make new friends and have new experiences uh, themselves. I think it's so powerful uh, when you talk about um, kids who've never had the chance to go to summer camp before, and the fact that you all provide them uh, with that experience is is a really cool thing, and to hear. Uh, your campers talk about um, having been to camp and, and how excited they are to get to go back is, is really uh, meaningful. Yes. Uh, and, um, you know, it just demonstrates the love that is uh, evident throughout the, uh, the organization. And that's, we're, we're excited that you guys are going to be, be here this summer and, and here for, for good. For good. Um, we're not going anywhere. And really, really <laughs> engaged there uh, as well. And, you know, side bonus there. Um, you know, the Charlie's week with you all also made him a Georgia Bulldog fan. So that's right. <laughs> um, he and his brother remain in conflict over that. But uh, that's that's good for the college search process uh, for mom and dad that's right. for, for certain. So we're, we're excited about about that. So that's terrific. So what um, you know, if we're, we're sort of engaging our listeners and how they can help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, one of them I think that's interesting that, that we've talked a little bit about before is um, building trust in ESP. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could you could speak a little bit to, you know, that there's an opportunity if you know someone to yes. um, encourage them to to take a look at ESP, so yes. to speak, as, as a family. Yes. Yeah. And there's really, I mean, three ways I would categorize how people can engage with ESP. And the first is absolutely, we need people in our community here in Rome, Georgia, to know that ESP can be trusted. You can imagine never having your child ever spend the night out or leaving your child with a babysitter because your child has too many challenging needs. ESP has a 35-year history of supporting people with disabilities and their families. And so if you know someone that has a child with special needs, we would love to bring them into our community. So it would be sharing our website with them, letting them know about those dates for camp. Um, The second is just to be engaged in terms of volunteering um, or serving in some kind of way. We've got some committees and some boards, but there's a way to engage. Even if you aren't a high school or college student, there's a way for you to engage with ESP Um, We really want to build trust in the community with community leaders that say, hey, ESP is where it's at. Um, ESP is an important organization that needs to be here. And the third way, which is just super easy, is to follow us on all of our social media channels. You know, you get to really see what ESP is by watching those videos and watching those reels and understanding the impact that ESP has, not just on people with disabilities, but those that volunteer. Um, so those are really three different ways that people can get involved um, as as simple as pushing a follow or um, a, as more engaged as volunteering or becoming a committee member or telling a family about us. Awesome. Well, again, we're super glad that you joined us on campus and um, 
multiple people have uh, have commented on your ability to command the audience. It's <laughs> um, a hard I, task for high school. That, that's right. The, yeah. the, uh, the, the foggy morning yes. uh, chapel uh, time is, is not always uh, the most attentive, but they were definitely uh, with you and engaged and, and I think got a lot out of your message. And um, I, w- I would love for you just to share uh, a little bit with our, our listeners, um, kind of in conclusion, what you consider uh, the most important aspect of leadership. Yeah, gosh. You know, in, in thinking about um, this particular presentation and, and speaking to these middle school and high schoolers, I really thought back to my 19-year-old self and thought about what have been the rhythms that have brought me back to great leadership. And, um, you know, first and foremost, it's just being a lifelong learner. You know, I didn't know what I was doing at 19, so I surrounded myself with people that could teach me how. And even today, 18 years later, I have mentors and I have people teaching me what I don't know as we grow the organization. So I I think being a lifelong learner, I think leaning in is so important. You know, in today's culture, it's a we're kind of leaning out. It's like because of COVID and and what we've all experienced um, collectively, it's kind of we've unengaged all of these things. And so what I shared this morning was was about leaning in. It's about engaging. It's about taking opportunities. I didn't know I'd be an executive director at 19, but gosh, I look back and think, what if I didn't lean in? What if I didn't engage? What if I didn't say yes? And so I think leaning in and looking for opportunities to say yes is so important. And then the last is love. You know, it, it sounds cliche, but I think it's the missing ingredient oftentimes for leaders is really um, finding opportunities to do small things um, with big love. And, you know, one of my favorite Margaret Mead quotes is not all of us can do great things, but we can all do small things with great love. And I've seen that collectively those small things with great love end up being big things for the benefit of others. And um, and I hope that message was clear to those, those young 15, 16, 17 year olds, but um, really that's been the rhythm the last 18 years. And I think whether you're um, experienced or inexperienced, learning and being a lifelong learner, leaning in and then doing small things with big love um, is what makes you a good leader. Yeah, terrific. Now, great wisdom uh, from from a, a life of servant leadership. Um, and uh, it's very clear that you're just getting started too. And ESP <laughs> is, is okay. just getting started. And uh, so, you know, obviously, thank you, Laura, for being with us today. Um, I think when I think of Laura Whitaker, what I think of is one of the most appropriately fearless people <laughs> I've ever met. And, um, you know, there is uh, leaning in is a perfect way to to uh, to describe uh, that fearlessness, which uh, really is is a drives a heart full of love. And, and we're really grateful for you and, and all that you and your organization do. Uh, we're excited to uh, welcome camp uh, yes. ESP camps to uh, to Rome this summer, and uh, it's going to be great uh, for our community. So thanks again for being Thank with us, Laura. Thank you so much for having me. It was a joy. We're glad that you tuned into this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week wherever you like to listen to podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe. You can check out today's show notes at darlingtonschool.org backslash podcast. If you have any questions about today's program or ideas for a future episode, just send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. 
The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication, advancement, and IT teams, and the intro music is student-produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org podcast.